Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm Paula Thomas, the founder and CEO of Let's Talk Loyalty and also now Loyalty TV. If you work in loyalty marketing, you can watch our latest video interviews every Thursday on www.loyalty.tv. And of course, you can also listen to Let's Talk Loyalty every Tuesday, every Wednesday and every Thursday to learn the latest ideas from loyalty experts around the world. Today's episode is co-hosted by Bill Hannafin and Aaron Dauphiny, CEO and CMO of the Wise Marketer Group, respectively. Wise Marketer Group is a media, education and advisory services company providing resources for loyalty marketers through the Wise Marketer Digital Publication and the Loyalty Academy program that offers the Certified Loyalty Marketing Professional designation. Just before we share today's episode, I want to ask you to sign up to the Let's Talk Loyalty email newsletter. Our email newsletter is by far the best way for us to keep you up to date with all of the latest incredible loyalty stories we're sharing each week. It's also the easiest place for you to find our show notes with links to everything mentioned in all of the episodes. You can sign up at letstalkloyalty.com. Hello, everyone. I'm Bill Hannafin, the CEO of The Wise Marketer, and with me today is our CMO, Aaron Dauphiné. And together, we're the hosts of The Wiser Loyalty Series. Aaron, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Good. Okay. We're going to dig into some fun stuff today. So this series was was created to uh, highlight some of the really good findings from our Loyalty Academy curriculum. We hope this will bring listeners um, some information that they haven't heard before, maybe some new takes on it. And the way we're going to highlight some of the material is just to have a conversation. And so you'll hear some case examples, you'll hear some research-backed findings, and you're going to hear a little banter between Aaron and I, because we agree sometimes and sometimes we don't. So this this month's focus is the psychology of loyalty. And today, we're going to talk about maybe one of my favorite, most compelling issues, right, Aaron? It's the say-do gap, right? It's, it's this whole idea that what is it about customers and i've heard so many marketers express in frustration gosh they've said one thing and now they're gonna they did another you know they heard one thing in a focus group and then they see something in the transactional file that they did something different so aaron i mean you have expertise in this area you spent almost a quarter of your whole loyalty career focused on market research so um I'm going to leave it to you to try to set the tone here and, and just explain what we're talking about. Yeah, thank you. I think this is a conundrum for for almost any uh, marketer or anyone in business trying to, you know, um, have some type of exchange with customers. Uh, so I've certainly spent the time in market research firms focusing on both consumer as, as well as small business owners over the years. Uh, but I think if we think of those two uh, groups more as simply customers, uh, both customers, uh, irrespective of what type they are, they really elicit and take actions that aren't always aligned in how they 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 said they'll act and that's the conundrum uh you know and in fact it's it's more of a dilemma i'll say that uh, the say do gap is is really quite a dilemma for us as loyalty marketers and this is because you know oh actually before, before i do that i'll probably maybe define it um 
The SEDU gap is defined as a reported intention, or it could be a concern in some instances, um, that really is not followed up in some form of action that aligns to what that intention was first stated. So, so really there's a, literally a gap between what their, their mouth is saying and the actual body is, is, is emoting or, or, is, or is moving, pardon me. And so really what's coming into play here is that emotion and reason are really intertwined. We recall we kind of talked about this at, in the first segments uh, a little bit when we talked about self-determination. Um, but what we're finding here in the say-do gap is, is that emotion and reason, they're really in conflict with each other. And, and what we would subscribe to say is that emotion tends to win every time. Um, and that's not what we want to hear as loyalty marketers. That's not ideal. Uh, we would tend to lean towards the rational, but, but certainly um, reason leads to conclusions, but emotion emotions leads to action is really the way to think about it. And I recall, like, I believe you have a story about an elephant and the rider. Uh, is that true, Bill, that you could add in here? Or maybe I can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I read this you know, when we were doing some research on the topic, and they they just like visualize for a minute, the elephant, which is an enormous animal, and then the person riding on top, diminutive in comparison, no matter how big that person is. But think of those two. And they said, if you think about the two, um, the elephant is the rational part of our psyche. It's 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 all the you know it's that part of our brain. The rider is our emotion, and so as powerful as that elephant is, it's the rider that can tweak the reins a little bit, and it's it's that emotion that ultimately leads us to making a decision. And and that's a, that can be that's where the problem is created essentially, right? Is that it can lead to unsatisfying and and possibly inaccurate observations or or even actions that we as marketers put out to individuals uh, that just won't you know, elicit a response or, or get that desired consumer behavior change, right? Because we're, we're focused on what the elephant is doing and, 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 and doing the behavior change with it, as opposed to the rider really being the one that's uh, uh, leading the way, so to speak. Right. So, so could you find a more frustrating um, sort of construct for us to deal with? We're all data, we're data-driven marketers, aren't we? And, and so the say-do gap seems like it exists. Um, you know, what we're talking about overall here in the psychology of loyalty is this, is this increased awareness of understanding how people tick. And so what I want to know, it seems like the say-do gap is as much as it's a thing unto itself, it's a symptom of something larger, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I really believe that it is. Um, uh, I think um, it was Kane, C-A-I-N-E, uh, to spell that out, because for the listeners uh, in, in the early 2000s uh, that had a quote that might be helpful to put this uh, where we're going with this uh, this tie, he uh, said, the essential difference between emotion and reason is that while reason leads to conclusions, emotions leads to actions. And, and, and that really is what we're talking about here, is we're talking about the rise of the emotive component coming into what we need to think about as loyalty markers today. Um, if I tie this to a couple of examples that aren't uh, program oriented, but really speak to the way that the the brand um, connectivity comes into play, um, Red Bull, Apple, they tend to create these communities where emotional connections are really created. Another example of that is Tito's Vodka down in down in Dallas uh, or down in, in Texas, pardon me. Um, so Tito's, uh, we know, um, has had a, a bit of a cult following that they've they've they built up uh, around this community structure. And and what has happened is, as people are getting married, <laughs> you know, going through their weddings and planning and and whatnot, they think, hey, we need to have some form of spirits in most cases uh, uh, to to have people with uh, strong libations at the event. And so they've contacted Tito's and said, hey, can you you know, provide us with some product uh, for, for those events. And Tito has uh, responded in a positive way, which is to start to talk and, and provide these stories about Tito's coming in um, and being the, the sole, sole product for a particular uh, wedding and it being captured on film 
influencers then started to pick this up and talk about it. Um, so it got a, a further rise. And you think, well, no, this is just maybe a onesie or twosie, you know, a one-off of some sort. And in fact, it's not. I think it, re it was reported at one point where almost a third of the employees at the headquarters had received some sort of invitation or request as a, a part for Tito's to be a part of their wedding. And so it really creates this, this culture of emotional rise. Uh, you think about a life cycle event such as a wedding, um, you know, it really starts to tie through. And so you can't really, in terms of, of uh, emotion, drive that uh, much better than when you can establish a community where you're starting to share and swap picks and, and one up games and starts coming to play. Like what is the drink of a Jodeur uh, at your wedding versus what's the drink at mine? And these comparisons start to come into play. So uh, I think from that perspective, that's the tie to the emotion where you can start to play and, and how that goes to say do bias um, really is, is a function of uh, individuals saying, Hey, <laughs> you know what? I will only have a particular um, I only have one particular brand of vodka uh, at my at my establishment, but when it then comes into a play of well, they can create an experience. Well, maybe I'll 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 try and actually have a different brand of vodka that that is what delivered on that particular day because it goes beyond just the actual product and starts to get into the emotion that ties into the experience as well. Hmm. Yeah. So so you know I read something really interesting. They they termed uh, the say do gap as uh, innocent hypocrisy on the part of people. Hypocrisy is sort of an awful term, isn't it? You know, it, it's so pejorative, but. What they're really trying to say is that people have these two ways of thinking. So the, your example with Tito's, people are maybe thinking about with the emotional part of their brain at one point in time. But, uh, you know, that might happen in the moment when they're excited about something or they're pressed for time. Who knows other factors? But then they're when they actually get into a situation of making a purchase decision or in the voting booth or things like that, you know, maybe then they've had more time to think and they make a rational decision. But. Either way, I think that's what explains the say-do gap to somewhat is that we've, as people, we've got these two ways of thinking, and it really depends on which one's in control at any particular time. So, I mean, how do marketers cope with it? That's what I want to know. How do how do we how do we know which way people are thinking, or how do we have any influence whatsoever on getting people to think the way that we hope that they will? That last contract's really interesting because it kind of goes, uh, you know, the idea of in the moment is what's driving it. Here, the Tito's example is a planned event. So it's much more deliberative of, of thoughtfulness and, and then adding the emotion. Even higher order construct that coming together, so it's kind of a spectrum between these things, uh, where emotion at, at at the end of the day tends to start to win over some of the the more tangible, rational thinking that we have. Yeah, we always want more time, don't we? Yeah, I know we were close here. Let me maybe wrap up. Um, so this is the fourth and, and final segment uh, for in February where we're focused on the constructs of the, our Lowell Academy Psychology uh, Human Behavior Curriculum. Um, hopefully these connections uh, were, were there between the, the four constructs. If you listen to them throughout the, the month, um, really with tying back to the idea and the elements of self-determination, which were autonomy, competency, and social. Um, and, and those were in our inaugural episode from February 6th, if, if you missed that. Um, coming up next month, uh, we will divide into our loyalty business models curriculum for the month of March. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Aaron. This show is sponsored by Wise Marketeer Group, publisher of The Wise Marketeer, the premier digital customer loyalty marketing resource for industry-relevant news, insights, and research. Wise Marketeer Group also offers loyalty education and training globally through its Loyalty Academy, 
which has certified nearly 900 marketeers and executives in 49 countries as certified loyalty marketing professionals. For global coverage of customer engagement and loyalty, check out thewisemarketeer.com and become a Wiser Marketeer or subscriber. Learn more about global loyalty education for individuals or corporate training programs at loyaltyacademy.org. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like us to send you the latest shows each week, simply sign up for the Let's Talk Loyalty newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and we'll send our best episodes straight to your inbox. And don't forget that you can follow Let's Talk Loyalty on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And of course, we'd love for you to share your feedback and reviews. Thanks again for supporting the show.